Yeah, That Soccer Show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com. This is Yeah, That Soccer Show. Your one-stop shop for all your soccer coverage in Greenville and the upstate. We want this show to be driven by you, so make sure you send us an email at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at YTSS Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome into another edition of the Yeah That Soccer Show. We are out here tonight. It's Thursday, May 2nd, and we are live at 13 Stripes Brewery where Greenville FC is having their season kickoff event. Uh, it's been going on for about 45 minutes now, and there's a good little crowd out here picking up their season ticket packages, having some great tacos by Tacos and Moss, and, of course, the great beer over here at 13 Stripes Brewery. Um, we are hoping to get a couple of folks on the podcast here in just a little bit, uh, Marco Carrizales and maybe a few others we can get to jump on with us. But it's a good crowd. It's kind of like a family reunion of sorts here for, for fans that haven't seen each other since the end of last year, back in July, or maybe at some meetups ever since then. Uh, but it is quite the, uh, quite the environment out here this evening. Uh, before we get into anything chatting with anyone we want to talk a little bit about greenville fc this season they released their home kits yesterday and they are nice they are green hoops green on green hoops for the second year um, kits with white trim on the arms and then of course the gold three stripes up on the on the shoulders greenville health system was of course the sponsor last season they have since uh, changed their name to Prisma Health and are continuing to be the primary sponsor on the shirts. Spinks is back for another year as a sponsor on the back of the kit. And Ringo Fire is the shoulder sponsor this season for Greenville FC. So Greenville is opening up the season on the road this weekend. They are traveling down to McDonough, Georgia to take on Georgia Revolution. Now, we, if you remember last season, we started the season the same way on the road against the Georgia Revolution. And if you watch that match and follow along with the team later in the season, what you will realize is that that starting lineup uh, was quite a bit different than anything else we saw throughout the season. I know there was a lot of players that had not yet gotten their visas and hadn't been cleared to play in the league. And so it was, a, it was kind of a hodgepodge group. And uh, and you didn't have Paul Tyson in goal. You didn't have a, a bunch of the guys who would ultimately come to be stars for Greenville FC playing in that match. This year, things are a little bit different. Greenville FC is bringing back a strong core of returning players, including Paul Tyson, including Toby Sims, Michael, Michelangelo DeVidio, David Kaprowski, and Aiden Wickstead. Uh, there are other returners, but I mentioned those five by name because they are going to be your defenders and obviously your keeper there with Tyson. Um, I think this is going to be 
the strength of this Greenville FC side. It is going to be the thing that I think sets them apart and gives them the advantage of over other teams. I don't think too many teams are going to score too many goals against Greenville FC this year, thanks to that strong back line. Now, Greenville FC went down to Charleston this week and played a scrimmage, a friendly there, uh, behind closed doors. have seen a little bit of video from that time, uh, but the, the most important thing, I think, to note is Charleston Battery, uh, they are in USL championship level. They're Division II soccer in the U.S., and they are currently fifth in the Eastern Division of USL championship. And Greenville FC went down there and drew, or didn't drew, didn't draw. They won two to one over the Charleston Battery. Um, that, to me, says a lot about the preparedness level of this team coming into the season. I think they're ready. Um, they obviously already have some of the chemistry that maybe, you know, last year as a first-year team, it took them a while to kind of develop that a little bit. Um, but I think that is, that is a good thing to note going into the season. So for this game coming up on Saturday against the Revolution, a couple things to watch for. Uh, it's a fresh start this year for this team. Um, they are going to be – they have a lot of returners. We talked about the core of returners, and they also have the same coaching staff. Uh, Coach, Coach Lee Squires is back in charge of the team this year. So I think they're going to get off to a quicker start than they did last season. I think you're going to see a, uh, a team more in, in line with what – how they looked at the end of last year than they did maybe in the beginning and uh, and in the middle of the season. So I think you're going to be off to a, a quicker start. You got those returners on defense. And then one of the things I'm interested to see is uh, some of these new guys, especially in the attack attacking uh, side for Greenville FC. You know, we had uh, Jesus Ibarra, we had Malcolm Frago, and some other guys last year that were critical for our finishing, critical for our goal scoring. And uh, those two guys in particular have have gone on to bigger and better things and and become professional players elsewhere around the world. Um, But there are two guys in particular that are new to the team that I'm interested to see. One is uh, Clemson's leading goal scorer from last season, Adrian Nunez. Uh, I think he is an exciting player. If you got to see Clemson play at all, Last year, he is. Uh, I think he's going to bring a lot in terms of striking ability and scoring ability for this team. And then the uh, the other guy is Anderson University's leading scorer from last season, Lars. I think it's pronounced Kaula, but I'm going to call him Koala because that's just amazing and the best nickname ever for a striker, Lars Koala. And uh, those two guys, Nunez and Lars Kaula, are the two guys I'm most interested to see when the team takes the field this season. A couple players to be on the lookout for for the Georgia Revolution. Two guys that gave us some fits last year. Dion McCauley is one of the forwards. He might have been the most critical piece to their 3-1 victory uh, in the first match last year. He set up a couple of those goals, at least, if not had a hand in all three of them. And then Ron, Rodrigo Conclaves is another guy for them that gave us fits in our matches against them last year. And then, of course, our old nemesis, Mr. Jack Gurr back for another year with the revolution. He is a beast on defense. Um, he's the guy that we made the big cut out of his head when he came to Greenville and he uh, assisted, I think, on a goal or maybe even scored a goal and came and pretty much rubbed it in our face and uh, maybe well-deserved. He's a good sport. Uh, tried to get him. I, I was I was full on hashtag Gurr to Greenville. Wanted him on this team, uh, but obviously he's still down there in Georgia and I think uh, it is going to be an interesting sight to see how he's going to fare 
this year against us. Um, in terms of predictions, like I said, the team went on the road and, and beat the Charleston Battery. I think that bodes well for the way that they are going to come into the season. Um, the the Revs, on the other hand, uh, they have a, a decent core of returners. I don't think it's quite as strong as Greenville's core, and they do not have their top three goalkeepers in terms of games played and minutes played last season are not returning. So they are. There's only one keeper on their roster that played on the team last year, and he did not play. He played one match for one minute, so he does not have a ton of experience there in the NPSL. I think that is going to be. Uh, a little bit of a detriment to them. It's going to leave them open to some scoring chances. So I'm just going to poetically, because we went down there and got the 3-1 loss last year, I'm just going to poetically kind of say, I'm going to get a little payback this year. I'm predicting a Greenville 3-1 victory over the Revolution this weekend. Uh, the match is going to be down there in McDonough. If you want to go, there are still some tickets available. It's not really that far of a drive, so it could be something easy to get to. Um, I have been told the game is going to be streamed. Last year, they streamed all their games on their YouTube channel, the Revs TV YouTube channel. It's I think it's about an 80% chance it's going to be on there, or it might be on the MyKuju, uh, which I think in, uh, New Orleans had last year, and maybe another team had. Uh, both of those platforms are fairly easy to access and see. So that is your preview going into the weekend. I'm going to try to get a few folks to jump on here with me for a few minutes and uh, and that will be your Greenville FC weekly update going into match week number one. So we'll jump back in here in just a minute with some interviews. Here at Yeah That Soccer Show, we're always excited to tell you about our sponsors so that you can support them because they support us and we're able to bring you the shows thanks to all of their generosity. And that includes Brad Butchkowski of the Wonder Check Realty Group. You can find him on social media at Brad Butchkowski, B-U-C-Z-K-O-W-S-K-I, or I am Brad B on Twitter. Or you can check out his website, brad.selling-greenville.com. That's Brad Butchkowski with the Wonder Check Realty Group. All right, we're here with Manny Perez. Manny, you played for Greenville FC last year, and you're back on the team this year. What was it about your experience last summer that made you want to come back to this team? Well, there's a couple of things that made me come back to to Greenville FC. One of them is the city, like very welcoming city. The, the people is amazing here. There's a lot of opportunities out there as well that are going to help with uh, some players that want to explore anything else, like work experience and stuff like that. Um, the club itself, it gives like really good treatment to the to the players. The owners are really welcoming. They're very like attentive they pay attention to the players they are making sure they're well, like very comfortable in their environment the coaches are also very good and very into like they want to win they want to get the most out of the season as possible so that's something that I'm looking for as well I want to be in a competitive environment where we push each other and we we aim for for big big things and uh, yeah the when I was thinking about coming back to Greenville and I had other opportunities as well to go to other places. Uh, I talked to Lee and I'm like, listen, I want to come back and I want to win what we didn't win last year. We want to do better. We want to keep improving on what we built last season. That was a really good season to be the first one. So he said, like, yeah, let's do it. He said the team was going to be stronger and it is already. We got a really good win yesterday against Charleston Battery. 
and the team is looking strong and I think big things are coming for this season. So what do you realize is like, what if you recognize the difference between last year, you know, it's a brand new team, nobody knows each other, you don't know the coach, and then this year you you have a good core of people coming back that, that played last year and the same coaching staff, you already talked about the big win down in Charleston, do you think that that already having that chemistry a little bit developed has helped you guys this season? Yeah, I think we have a few key players that are going to be really important to bring in the culture of what Greenville was last year and just reinforce it and then keep improving and keep working on the little details. Uh, we have uh, Paul, goalkeeper Paul DeWall, everyone knows him. Uh, he's, a, he's a very key player and he's, he's going to be good with bringing the culture and having the same atmosphere that we did have last year. I think last year... At the beginning, it was more of an experiential thing, like we were figuring out who was who. Uh, the coach didn't know what player was best in what position. It was a lot of experimenting in the first few weeks. So last season, I think that's why it went a little bit, not as we would have wanted for the first season. And at the end of the, of the road, in the last season, we were doing pretty well, but it was a, a bit too late to, right. to get to the playoffs. But it's something that I'm pretty sure after the win yesterday, I saw the team very like compact. Even though there were a few new players, a lot of new faces, the team just seemed like a like a big family. Everyone was communicating well, uh, doing the tactics uh, as as we would have wanted it. So I think uh, the team is going to be very close to each other. There's going to be a very good culture of competitiveness that's going to push each other. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to what's to come. So what does it mean to you, someone who I think, you know, you probably have aspirations to, to continue on in yeah. soccer for your career. Um, what is it playing playing for a team in the NPSL? What do you think that does to help you as you look to progress as a professional yeah. later down the road? Right, so I, I think uh, NPSL is a good uh, a bridge to continue getting playing experience at a good level against uh, good players. Um, and it's, it's good to get people to see you to continue growth as a player in a good environment um, I think the NPSL and the USL are very good leagues and they help the development of the players also I, I know the USL is more connected with the USL but the NPSL also has some uh, programs that help the players that work best out of the out of the season in a showcase they have like an NPSL showcase to help them go into the next level and um, also we had last year I think three players that played for Greenville FC that now are playing professional uh, one is Lawrence White who's playing for Atlanta United 2 we have Jesus Ibarra is playing in Sweden for a second team second division team if I'm correct and we have Malcolm who went to play to Costa Rica so I think it's a good platform to keep improving and keep working on the little details that I need to improve and it's a place that I want to be that is going to push me forward to probably find something in the next level. All right, one more question, I'm going to let you go. Sure. Uh, how's the team going to do this year? All right, boss. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm very like positive about what I saw yesterday against Charleston Battery. It was the first game without having even practicing with each other. And um, we look really strong. We look really compact. Like I think the players that came this year are players with experience that know the importance of uh, communication of like the importance of talking to people that are next to you like sacrificing if someone doesn't come back for defending someone else will track I think we've got a lot of people that are experienced enough that are humble 
that are willing to work hard and that have played other successful programs and they just want to bring everything that's been successful in their programs or universities to this group of players and I think I'm, I'm confident that we're going to do really good, we're going to make playoffs and hopefully we're going to win this league and show everything, show everyone what Greenwood is about. That's awesome. Manny, thanks for jumping on with us. You're welcome. Thank you very much. We're excited to continue our partnership with the Spice and Tea Exchange of Greenville. If you have not been down to the Spice and Tea Exchange on Main Street, you need to head in there. They've got a wide array of spices, loose leaf teas, seasoning blends, sugar, salts, and so much more from all over the globe. You're encouraged to come in, explore the shop, open jars, smell them, make sure you're going to like what you're getting It's great for people who like tea. It's great for people who love cooking. Their staff is incredibly knowledgeable. Hey, and mention you heard it on the podcast, and you'll get 15% off of your total purchase. The Spice and Tea Exchange of Greenville, partners of Yeah, That Soccer Show. Uh, Excited to once again be joined on the show by Greenville FC team president. President? Is that your role? Yep. Team president, Marco Carrizales. Marco, thanks for coming on with us. Thank you for uh, coming to the event, and thank you for having me. So, a couple quick questions. Yesterday, the team goes down to Charleston to play a scrimmage against Charleston Battery. I think unbeknownst to almost everybody until yeah. it just kind of popped up. Yeah. How did that come about? That seems like a big get. Yeah, so uh, last season I had reached out to a bunch of different clubs, USL teams, and just uh, you know trying to provide opportunities for our players and getting them exposed to you know the higher level. Um, hopefully you know that's where they'll progress to. Um, just reaching out and saying, hey, we'd love to travel to you. You know, obviously, if they're in close proximity, it's it's an easy trip for us. And um, it, it didn't pan out in our first season, so I did the same this year and said, you know, we'd be happy to come down. Um, you know, whether it's a weekday, weekend, uh, you know, we'll make it work. We'll get the guys out there and, and, and love to play. Whether it's for your first team, reserve team, or a mix. Uh, and that was about a month and a half ago. I reached out and. Uh, you know, a lot of these teams, they play long seasons, so they're not necessarily looking to schedule more games. Um, but, you know, I got an email about two and a half weeks ago saying, hey, would you guys be able to play next week or the week after? And talking to Lee, uh, the head coach, you know, kind of concerned about, hey, would we have the numbers? Because, um, you know, these guys are still moving in. These guys are still getting to Greenville, and we didn't know if we'd have a team <laughs> to put on the field. But... Uh, Lee put it together, and we had you know, about 15, 16 guys there, and went down and uh, you know, played a, a good, healthy mix of their first team slash reserves. Uh, they have a game on Saturday, so kind of a midweek. Uh, probably instead of playing an inner squad, they just decided to bring us down and play us. So yeah, it was awesome. It was a great experience being able to play such a prestigious club. I mean, Charleston Battery have been around for a long, long time, so it's special for us to you know get that opportunity and the guys showed out so yeah and yeah. You, you you barely scrape a team together and you, yeah, down yeah. and you walk away with a victory yeah. that's a big deal no it is i mean the the guys came in and uh, luckily we have a healthy mix of guys who at least in uh, factions know each other uh so the the whole team you know is still gelling still meeting each other for the most part and you know training and uh um but Luckily, you know, we had two guys from Clemson, four guys you know, from Lander, guys who played with us last season. So at least it was a healthy mix where these little small groups knew each other and 
Lee Squires had a baby the day before, so he actually didn't get to travel. And you know, obviously, he's got game plans and lost uh, rosters and lineups and formations. But um, Z uh, Michael Zion, our assistant head coach, our assistant coach, uh, went down and you know just kind of kind of told the guys like, "Hey, y'all don't know each other yet, uh, but go out there and you're you know, quality players, very well trained. So go out there and play uh, whatever position you're in. Just kind of do your job and." You know, whatever happens, this is obviously uh, getting to know each other. This is um, you know, kind of a good runabout. So that wasn't the only big piece of Greenville FC news that <laughs> dropped yesterday. Uh, we got to see the home kit yes. with the rings yep. or hoops, yeah. depending on what you want to <laughs> yeah. call it. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's a, a good shift from last year. I know last year you talked about kind of simplicity, yep. celebrating the green, the uh-huh. gold. This year you go a little bit more design-heavy. Yeah. Uh, talk about that process and that decision. Yeah, so looking at it, uh, you know, at our, at our inaugural season kit, it was very classic, very simple, very clean, which we want. Um, you know, to be honest, we look at our jerseys and design them for people to wear with jeans and, you know, kind of go out to restaurants and stuff and hang out. Um, but looking at it, we knew we didn't want to do a complete overhaul and a, a completely new design. It's a different style of jersey, so it's automatically going to have a different look. Uh, but we wanted to make every color of our logo shine, um, but also tweak it to where it's different, but it's still kind of the same in a way. So we, we toyed with green and gold hoops, and you know we thought that might be yeah. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> too much of a too much of a change, and too just kind of out of what we do. And uh, green is obviously our most you know, prominent color, so we decided, well, let's go for a, a, you know our green and then a lighter green to offset and at least get um, you know kind of a variation. But you know, looking at obviously like Atlanta United, they have stripes, and we don't want to you know piggyback off anybody. Sure. Obviously, we have Portland Timbers are in the MLS. We have the same color scheme. It's going to happen. People are like in that Portland Timbers kit, and we just. There's nothing. Know. It's there's, also our kit. <laughs> there's nothing 100 percent unique. It's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we were really pumped about it. We we got in late from the trip. Uh, we parked the bus, and you know, a couple of us sat in the bus and actually posted all the videos and launched it. So so uh, you talk about highlighting the colors in the kit. You got the green. What are my chances I'm getting a gold awakening because I'm dying? You don't have to answer that because I know that's probably uh, state secrets at this point. But when? But to be to be frank, you know we're we're starting the starting the season on Saturday. Yep. It's an away game. I assume we probably will still wear the home kits, maybe. But when will we when will we see those uh, those pretty gold? I just know they're going to be gold away kits. Uh, so yeah, we do kick off Saturday. It's an away match. We do have our away kits in. Uh, we didn't bring them tonight because uh, obviously we haven't announced them. Um, we want to make that special and, and something that you know is unique in itself. Um, so we can look to see them probably tomorrow. Okay. All right. Um, that would be Friday before the first match. If you're listening to this later. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, we're excited about it. Uh, you know, whatever you might, <laughs> you will be excited about it. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Come on, baby. baby. But, but uh, nonetheless. Um, you know, we look. You know, we like to, to make our, our jerseys look clean and, and professional, and um, so yeah, we, we felt we did that this year. Um, so talk to me. You, you talked about you, you have a good core of guys coming back from last year. You have the, the coaching staff coming back from last year. 
how do you think that's going to benefit this team in its second season to, to have a good baseline of team chemistry? You also mentioned kind of even some of the new players you're bringing yep. in, there's some relationships that exist there as well. How do you think it's going to change the dynamic and the outlook for season two? Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be great. I mean, even yesterday we had uh, four, um, I think, players who were returners there. And, um, you know, with with uh, Lee having a baby and not being able to go down, you know, Z, our assistant coach, is having to warm up Paul Tyson. So who's going to warm up the team? Well, let's put a returner on it. So that leadership is there and he's able to talk to the guys in the locker room and, and, and feel like this is his club and his home and um, even though if, you know he might be at a different school or something throughout you know during the nine months that we're not in season and he can come in whoever it is and say you know this is what the club's about this is what we're trying to do um, but I think it's going to be huge for us having those guys that are kind of the spine because they know what the club's about obviously the supporters and making sure that we're you know uh Inter, inter, uh, acting with them and, and, and making sure that these new guys uh, feel welcome and they, you know, our returning guys know a lot of our fans and supporters and, and people and sponsors and stuff so uh, hopefully those guys can you know drag some new players over and introduce them and um, but yeah you know Lee has had since August to recruit which has been amazing uh, last year you know, we we're a little bit late to the table in recruiting uh, really couldn't recruit until we were announced um, which was December, you know, middle of December, which um, a lot of players are already committing to teams and they're figuring out where they're going. And, uh, you know, for us, Lee had already identified, and even um, during his Lander season, uh, he's able to kind of have two eyes, and one for obviously Lander and one for, our, you know, obviously us. So uh, we have some really, really good talent here. Um, I think with the result yesterday, it shows that these, you know, the new guys in know how to play. A lot of them have played in the league. Harvey Moyes, who was with us yesterday, played for Detroit City uh, FC last year. Obviously, is a huge club in the MPSL, and so he knows the league. And, and even uh, a couple guys who got in yesterday know that there's a healthy mix of college athletes, but also guys who are out of school. So you know that helps when um, you know Chattanooga FC or those clubs who come in town who don't have. Uh, you know, aren't predominantly college players. Uh, they're up to speed with that, and they know that what to expect. So, I don't want to make any presumptions, but I think we'll do you know pretty well. Uh, so, one last question. You know, I know you're talking. You think we're going to do well this year? Um, last year, obviously, falling just short of the playoffs. I know that the conference has shifted a little bit. Yep. You've got two less teams this year. Um, what do you? What are your expectations in terms of hopes and dreams for yeah. a second year for Greenville FC? And and including that, you can you can talk too about that. I know you got the move downtown. Yep. So how do you think that might impact what this season looks like? Yeah, uh, I think on the field, I mean it's it's never going to get easier, um, just because we're in such a good conference. Chattanooga FC is very strong. International is always strong. Atlanta SC now is, you know, obviously, you know, they were strong last year. They'll probably be strong this year. And Georgia Revs, you know, two years ago uh, had a different team than they were last year. They were very strong. Asheville City's strong. So it's crazy how competitive the conference is. So, but that being said, I think our roster this year is, is, is really good and really competitive. So I'm, I'm hopeful we'll. We'll get to playoffs. Hopefully, we can you know battle for uh, at least a southeastern um, you know conference title. Uh, hopefully, go beyond. But 
I think we'll definitely be in contention for at least a title in our conference. Um, and then from a support standpoint, moving downtown, uh, I think it's going to benefit us. Um, from a you know club standpoint, we're able to build more partnerships, um, kind of have more of a presence. We can pop up in, in little different events that are going on and um, be able to say that we're playing you know in downtown, walking distance from wherever we're at. And, uh, you know, Furman obviously is amazing. It's it's a very intimate stadium, which is nice. Serene Stadium is obviously much much bigger, but uh, it, I've been to tons of their high school games, men and women, and just kind of sat there, and it's still intimate uh, in a way. It's very loud. It's a bowl, so it sounds and noises bounce off the, the stand. So, uh, and hopefully we can be more accessible to people in downtown they might see oh they got a, there's a game tonight let's go walk over and or ride over or take an uber over and um, catch the game so hopefully you know we have similar attendance from last year that would be awesome if we had more um, but you know we're just happy to hear I mean tonight the support's still great and it's very telling and that it should be an exciting season Marco thanks for jumping in with us once again and we look forward to uh, seeing you out at matches uh, this summer yeah thanks for having me so going to wrap up this podcast with a little bit of a challenge to, yeah, that soccer show listeners. Uh, one of the new sponsors announced, one of the new partnerships announced for Greenville FC this year is Sully Steamers, a sandwich shop downtown that has uh, bagel sandwiches, I guess is maybe the best way to describe it. They're really good. You should go check them out. But if you go, you got to go ask for the Milltown Melt this is a new sandwich that we are going to just, we're going to will it onto the menu. It's not really officially on the menu. We're going to will it onto the menu. So here's what's on it. It's an everything bagel for everything we're going to win. It is roast beef and bacon representing all the great meats we're going to have at the tailgates. Smoked Gouda for obviously the smoke we're going to fire off when we score goals. Onions because, hey, green onions, right? Uh, and then spicy mustard for all the banter that we are going to toss to the other teams. So make sure you go into Sully Steamers and order the Milltown Melt. And if they ask you what's on it, you just you just give them those ingredients. You say, this is the Milltown Melt. It's part of the partnership with Greenville FC. You guys got to get it on the menu. We're going to make this thing happen.